our soul feels empty when we we only do things for ourselves. Right. Um, and and you see people who overindulge in things just for themselves. Everything done for themselves. They don't think about other people, mm. uh, and then they get lost. And I guess that's also why our religion it forces us to think about the well-being of others. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This is The Truth About Love with me and... Lisa Suri. <laughs> yes, welcome, Lisa. So this is the episode that we said uh, Lisa was looking forward to. And um, it's, a, it's actually, let me tell you, let me read for you what the full title of this is. It actually is called Our Thoughts on Self-Love. And so basically in this session, Lisa and I, we will be uh, asking each other questions, to find out more about what we think about self-love. Is it overrated? Is it substantive? Is it something that we need to know about? Or is it something that we can do even without, you know? Like, um, you know, people in the past, Lisa, do you think they practice self-love? We don't know, right? Some people might say, right? So I think I think we want to discuss about all of that, inshallah. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by House of Spectacles. If you need a proper diagnosis of your eye condition or you're simply looking for a new pair of glasses, contact House of Spectacles today. Call 8825-1701. That's 8825-1701. Or you can visit them at House of Spectacles located at 390 Victoria Street, Golden Landmark Shopping Center, Unit Number 0139. You'll find them at Level 1, so please pay them a visit soon. And thank you, House of Spectacles, for your support for this week's episode. Um, yeah, so, I, 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 my first question is probably... See, she's very smart. She doesn't want to get asked the first question. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's because if anybody were to ask me, for example... Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts about self-love? Do you self-love yourself? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, what is self-love? Mm-hmm. You know? And I used to think that, does self-love mean when you, when you focus a little bit more on yourself, yourself. without mm-hmm. guilt? Like, because, okay, why I say this is because as moms naturally uh, you know like and you know generally mm-hmm. we we always put others first right like yes. like you know it's always the kids first the husbands first or whatever mm-hmm. and then um uh, whenever we like hey it's okay you know to like um take some time for me time mm-hmm. without feeling any guilt without any feeling of mom guilt yes that is of love you know that that's also they they equate mm-hmm. that to mm-hmm. You know, so so my impression of self-love is being able to spend a little bit more focus on yourself, your well-being somewhat. So I was like, does doing a manicure, pedicure count? <laughs> does doing your hair count? Yeah. Does going to a it, seem, it seems like, Lisa, know? it seems like you have more questions than answers, right, for this? Absolutely. <laughs> so, and I think, I think I'm also learning uh, along the way, but... You know, let, let's continue discussion. But I, I do appreciate you bringing up an example pertaining to mothers. Because okay. I have a mother, my wife is a mother to our four kids. And, you know, I, I, and a lot of mothers do complain. And they tell me that, you know, I'm not getting enough me time, they say. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it's something you can relate to. Sometimes when you're attending to so many things and so many people and, and today... There are many working mothers. Um, there is this tendency to feel guilty quite easily mm. when you do something nice for yourself, even a little bit, a tiny bit. Is that like you say a manicure, pedicure? Just it wouldn't take it wouldn't take a whole day to do that, right? You but, no, no. But you feel guilty. Now, is there something wrong then with? how we understand um, self-care, self-love, yeah. uh, or do, the, do we always equate it with being selfish? I think that's another common thing, right? Yes, yes, yes. That's why mm. it's sort of like, I don't really get it. Like, you know, like if you're generally th- taking care of yourself, like, does that suffice as mm. self-love? You know, like, and then that kind of puts me into perspective in wondering that, does it require conversation? Is it actually something that I may not be aware about? 
that maybe there are others out there mm. who don't really practice this notion of self love and 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 the notion and the practicing notion of self love could simply be you know like like it could be physical yes it could be mental it mm-hmm. could be psychological mm-hmm. you know and is 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 it that they're always self criticizing themselves is it that is it that 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 lack of you know is it in uh, um, uh, too much of a practice of inferiority complex that mm-hmm. makes the whole term that makes the whole self love thing you know like like really low for them is it that and then, you know so it was really something that was quite i wouldn't say baffling mm-hmm. but it's just so like eh but you know like you know little little things means you self love what you know when you're brushing your teeth you're taking good care of your teeth if you take your sh- if you take a shower you are you know making sure that you are clean from germs you know like macam or yeah. am i just so naive <laughs> Uh, Lisa, by the way, just added 15 more questions to the 15 others that she started off with. So, all the best to us, right? Uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I wish it. I mean, if any of our listeners are on the same boat as me. Mm. Okay. So, I, you know what? I would like to start with um, maybe asking you, okay. Lisa. And this, this is before talking about caring for our physical self, um, getting enough rest. taking a break and things like that. Okay. I'm going to ask you something else. I'm going to ask you what is the one thing that you love about yourself the most? One quality that you love about yourself the most. Oh my gosh. One feature that you love about yourself the most. What is one and, thing? And it ha- and is it, is it physical that you're talking about? Like I said it could be a quality, it could be a okay, physical right. feature, it could be anything. I guess oh my gosh could it be the fact that I could be a goofball sometimes <laughs> I mean okay yeah um, you can I'm just yeah. laughing at it because it's like we waited for a long time and there was <laughs> what a profound answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it it seemed like it was building up to some kind of profound deep you know uh, answer it's so, uh, but but that's that's yeah. okay I guess um, I guess uh yeah I mean I I I I I enjoy that bit about myself But why because like you know when I'm with my friends or with my family and I and I and I be a certain way or, mm. or you know I, and this is by quite honestly like I'm an ambivert by the way you know so it's only when I'm comfortable I'm able to do this mm-hmm. um and then when I act a certain way with intention to make them laugh you know and then i see them really going at it and they're really entertained it really makes me happy yes so um, i guess yeah i yeah. guess i could say that i i sure. like sure. but i i think this question is a question about also self awareness that you actually love yourself enough that you could you could recognize certain unique qualities that you love about yourself i think you you being a goofball and you being a happy somebody who can make other people be happy and smile and laugh is um it's a good thing because it well maybe it's a sign that you know how to have a good time and i think everybody needs to know how to have a good time how to have a laugh you know i think that's very important because okay. life can get a bit too serious sometimes and life can get a bit too rigid sometimes um so i guess that quality is really a good one all right wow okay so i passed 10 points It's not a game. It's not a competition. No prizes there, huh? No prizes there. <laughs> okay. Um okay, now now we talk about how do you practice self-love. So this is more of things you do. Um I would say it it, it would even include things you don't do because mm-hmm. you love yourself. Okay? Okay. Um uh, what what comes at the top of your head uh when it comes to things that you do to practice self-love? whether you did them knowingly or unknowingly but looking back eh hey, actually i've been taking care of myself you know hmm. i guess it's well I, I, can i can i guess one I, I, okay i think you practice self love by watching what you eat because i know you're currently looking after what you eat very very carefully right so that's that's one thing okay, okay now now yeah. you need to give give us nine more 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just uh, okay. Um, I guess when when I'm able to invest some time to read, it's so satisfying when I finish mm. the book. Mm. Um, it's 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 just so like like oh my god, I, you know, like it's so it's so amazing. And in the midst of while you're reading, you kind of feel you know like you can give yourself a pat on the back because you're at the age of of social media and technology. And yeah. I have to say. I have to say that you know, like one of my downfalls is that, like you know, I have this tendency of always checking the phone, unnecessarily so. And um, uh, I think you're not the only one, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because because it's really it's really. Oh, I wish I could really sort of like lessen that habit like mm-hmm. a lot more. You know, I love to be able to spend some time to you know self care, like you know, to to take good care of my hair or my nails you know because mm-hmm. um, i really like looking at clean nails yes your pet <laughs> peeve huh? it's, a, it's, a, it's a pet peeve i think yeah because it's um sort of like you know when you when you want to makan and you know naturally for us malaysians it's and, and the singaporeans even it's so yes. common for us to eat with our hands mm-hmm. uh and and you know like like if we see that our hands start to bristle if it's not that clean it's like Oh my god! You know, Am I putting like, germs into my mouth? <laughs> uh, you know, it's a it's a little bit of an OCD part of me there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, it's self love for me when I'm able to organize the stuff at home. Like okay, mm. like like. Um, what was I, the last? What, where was the last room in your house that you organized or reorganized? The last would be. The last would be mine. Mm-hmm. The master bedroom, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, the thing is, like, I'm, I'm actually like, I feel this need to want to do that, and I think that's part of that could be a part of something that I do that makes me happy. Yeah, because after you're done with that, there's this lift off your chest, right? Like because you, you know, managed to you accomplish something. Yeah, you accomplish something. Yeah, um, when it comes to the not doing part stuff, like I think. If I'm able to sort of like to stay away from the phone mm. for a good amount of time, I would feel quite like, hey, you know, like I I achieve something there as well. Mm. So that's the not doing part. I think I'm I'm with you on that, and I'm trying to be more conscious of that as well to not always pick up the phone, uh, because one thing about my phone, Lisa, is that all of my apps are. I I don't I do not switch on notifications, so I don't get a buzz. I only check my phone when I want to check my phone. You know what I mean? So that's but, something that I've been doing. But, and that's when it kind of like the the wanting to check your phone. Yes, yes. Like, like there's no clear, clear like sort of like it's it tends to be often suddenly. Yeah. I switch off my notifications too thinking that that would be better. You yeah. know, like, 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 oh, maybe without the buzzes, it would make me like not check the phone so much. But then I'm mm. like, but I keep... You become more up. curious, is it? Yeah, it's like it's, why, and it's awful. I mean, because it's I don't think it's it's digest. Okay, this is personal. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. who's listening, it's it's a personal thing. Like I, um, I don't I don't think it's like that for everyone, but for me, it's sort of like, um, why why is it I keep on wanting to go through it, especially social media? It's me looking at other people's lives a bit too much, and like I'm digesting stuff that I don't need to digest you mm-hmm. know and it's like it could even be with the news you know it's like, it's it's in an it's an addiction I would say uh yeah, it's a habit that. that has gone into an addiction and it's affecting the whole world yeah. um, but there are many uh corporations that thrive on our addictions to our phones mm-hmm. whether they are the phone makers or the uh, product sellers and the service providers and whatever. Right. Um, right. There's this, um, you know, cool movie slash documentary on Netflix. It's called Social Dilemma. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. That's really good. It so, was. Oh, you know, my gosh. And I was just like, no wonder. <laughs> I was like, no wonder they know what I want. You know? Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's a bit scary. Yeah, it's scary indeed. Uh, but so anyway, as I was saying, what I do is... What I'm trying to do more consciously is uh, I ensure that there are certain activities that I do where I put the phone away. Okay. And I think what's good is when I have meals with other people, that's good. Because, yeah, but when I'm 
alone, having lunch or breakfast alone, my phone will be on and I'll be watching something, you know. Oh. That's my habit. Um, and so I, so sometimes I do welcome having, of course at home is, you know, with, with kids and with the family. Um, but reading a book, yeah, that's another thing. So when I'm reading, and another thing I do is now I love to take down notes on actual an, an actual notepad, mm-hmm. pen and paper. And that would keep me at least a good half an hour, 45 minutes away from my phone uh, as I'm just yeah. writing down and brainstorming ideas from some work that I'm doing and stuff. It's like practicing our moto skills all over again, isn't it? Like, you know, which, I, which I fear the kids today are going to lose, you know, that, that ability to, you know. Mm, yeah. yeah, especially yeah. now right. school has now, you know, implemented the whole digital, digital gadgets, digital, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but, you know, <sighs> um, I guess, I guess, I guess now I'm I'm getting to understand self-love a little bit more mm-hmm. in a sense where I guess it means when you do something for um, yourself for yourself and it could mean like you know for for your as simple as uh, as uh, it can be like um, for your happiness for mm-hmm. your sanity for example at the start of CMCO I remember like being so um, bombarded with the amount of uh, WhatsApp messages that we were getting of people sharing all kinds of information about uh, COVID-19 and then you know like my husband was watching all kinds of news be it local international American UK Europe he was watching news all day um, the thing is you know like I'm not saying what he did was absolutely wrong but mm-hmm. it's just that um, it, it is obviously clear that the way he digests information is different from how I digest information. Obviously, mm-hmm. with me, it's you know like there's a lot of anxiety. I'm thinking like, oh my god, are we gonna be okay, and all that stuff, right? But then, like, the thing is, the the I realize if I don't take charge of the way I am allowing all this external circumstance affect me, mm-hmm. um then I'm not helping myself. Yeah. So the act of self-love that I started doing was I actually was able to stay away from the phone. Yeah, if I could do it, then I could do it now. <laughs> okay, so I was able to stay away from the phone. I just, just refused to check the phone so much and like um, I started doing Quran classes. Oh, no, I didn't start doing Quran classes. It was, you joined. Yeah. yeah, I joined Quran mm. classes. Good every for you. Every day, yeah. Good every for you. And then... You know, thank, 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 thankful to my friend, actually. You know her, Tengku Kaisha. Oh, you know, she was the one like, hey girl, do you think we should like, you know, like, blajab, you know, read Quran. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm rangkat lah. And I was like, it's okay, we both are so rangkat. Let's do this together. Now, now, I, now, now we're going to have to tell her to listen into this episode because her name is mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like, uh, and then we, we were able to do it every day with Anastas. Mm-hmm. Um, Alhamdulillah. And um, it was good for me. And I think that that's in a way an act of self-love somewhat. And then, you know, uh, it's good that we, uh, it's good that, that, that the actions, I guess, were little acts of worship. Yes. Uh, you know, because apart from it's the, a it's a it's a uh, double bonus, right? So you get yeah, something good. Like yeah. A, yeah, it feels like a double bonus. Yes. You know, so so I yeah, I guess now I'm starting to understand what self love is about. You know, mm. it's about about taking good care of yourself in a in a in a holistic, holistic way. Holistic manner. Yeah. I would I would want to uh, expand a bit more and for our listeners, right, and viewers, okay. about what. You, the things that you don't do that is actually a sign of self-love. For example, Lisa was talking about the phone and not checking your phone all the time. I think there are other types of addictions too. For example, some, some of you listening in might have been smokers, heavy smokers in the past, but now you've stopped completely. And to me, the act of quitting that habit is an act of self-love because you, you're, you're trying to do something that is going to finally stop harming yourself internally, your organs. Um, is, you know, you're going to be healthier in 10 years' time compared to if you were to continue smoking. Um, so for those who have achieved this, congratulations. And for those who have not yet, I would like to invite you to consider loving <laughs> yourself a little bit better by trying to stay away from it. 
Um, and me sending you this uh, invitation is really, again, because uh, I love you and I, and I want you to be better and I want you to be healthier and I want your family to be able to see you, to celebrate you in your life in, for many more years to come. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, indirectly, Lisa, any, any other harmful thing, like, um, you know, I, I recently was at the prisons in Singapore because I, I, I'm part of this, what do you call it, a board of visitors. So my job is to actually go to the prisons and check the facilities, the place, um, talk to some of the inmates and ask for feedback about how things are on the inside. And this is wow. how Singapore, yeah, this is how Singapore ensures that everybody is treated fairly, even the inmates. And um, I, I went to the area where this is for drug rehabilitation. And, you know, you, you went and you saw, you know, in one cell, there were like six people. And it's very sad, um, mm, the, the state that they're in. Uh, and I'm sure that the cell is not that very big. I mean, to, be, no. to fit in six people. Six, then... six adult men in uh, one cell, you know, you can imagine. But is it because of um, their over... Um, Populated? No, no. I think that's just the policy that they six is the maximum number. If they can fit six, they'll do it. You know, oh. but but yeah. So basically, this is uh, for drug addicts and those who have taken drugs before. Mm. And I think when you think about rehabilitating yourself, trying to be better, you are doing you are loving yourself in more than one way. First of all, you're trying to not hurt yourself and yeah you're, you're not wanting to indulge yourself into something that is harmful to yourself mm-hmm. yeah. but also you are not going to put your life at risk where you could potentially throw away a few years of your life mm. being locked up you know so think about it as well and uh, other types of addictions like you know pe- some people are addicted to pornography um, when you stop watching that you are actually detoxing your mind, yeah. cleaning your mind, your perspective about love, perspective about sex, perspective about intim- intimacy. And, which, and the whole, you know, you kind of diminish the, and mitigate that whole aspect of objectifying other people. Yes. Yeah. And, and this is self-love too. So there are many ways, basically, what I'm trying to say that, you know, things that you can actually stop doing right now, and those would be acts of self-love too. Gosh, wow. Mm. Uh, that's really um, about what you shared about being part of that um, group, uh, mm-hmm. the organization. Yeah, that's, that's, that's new knowledge to me. I'm, I would like to sort of um, salute and applaud you for, you know. Um, this, is, this is more community work. So, you know, as a service, uh, uh, it's not paid, but it's something that I do because I mean, I have, you know, this, I get DMs, uh, I think, what, one or two months ago, I gave away my books for free, but I gave it specifically for those who have their spouses inside the prisons, and they can give books, you know, one of the gifts they can give is books. Okay. Um, and they can only accept, the prisons will only accept soft cover books. They cannot take the hardcover Books. Hence, so the, why hence you yes. Soft-covered books for your books. Well, oh, yeah, okay. you asked me that question, right? That time. I did. I yeah. Was so that's why? the reason. Yes. So that's the reason. Mashallah. I did it for them, and I gave away a bunch of books uh, for this, and and the women, most of course, almost all of them were women now because their husbands are inside. The majority of inmates are men uh, here, and they were so grateful. And some of them even took a screenshot of um, the e-letters that their husband sent after reading the book and they appreciated it and they, they, they sent their salam to me and things like that. I'm so touched. I'm so touched. <laughs> and I told them, you know what, when your husband gets out, let's meet up. You know, let's meet up. Um, we could have a, you know, breakfast or something, have lunch, let's talk. But, do you think that, that, that doing part of community work, like, you know, um, you know, because, 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 now, now that you mention it, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like confirming, confirming what I I've been thinking, or rather, what I've been feeling, you know, like um, as uh, as you know that you know um, for the past few years I've been the national ambassador for UNICEF. For yes, right? how awesome is that? And well, really, <laughs> I, I I barely do it. Admire, I admire you and your you your role. So mm. 
thank you so much but but it really it's 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 a lot of learning mm-hmm. you know i'm still learning a lot i still i have far uh, far long to go when people question you they ask you, you know like hey you know you like so you really want to you know amplify the voices of children and all that. on one hand yes mm-hmm. and, but then i was thinking the other day and i was um i had an interview with a with a newspaper reporter and i said that but apart from that really it's like food for the soul to do this mm-hmm. so it's 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 like you know like apart from the fact that you know like you e- e- you know it is selfless and selfish at the same time if we had to put a positive note on the selfish word that's a good way of putting it yes really if, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you know like like so on one hand you're thinking okay you're doing this for the community but at the same time it's sort of like like i'm doing this really for my for myself for yeah 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 you know so when you care for others you it could also be like a way for you to care for yourself if that makes mm-hmm. any sense mm mm-hmm. Because our soul needs that. Our soul feels empty when we we only do things for ourselves. Right. Um, and and you see people who overindulge in things just for themselves. Everything done for themselves. They don't think about other people. Mm. Uh, and then they get lost. And I guess that's also why our religion encourages you know, charity. Uh, encourages charity, but also beyond the encouragement is the obligation of zakat. Yes, yes. So it forces us to think about the well-being of others. And what is that surah that speaks about how we must always I mean we must be kind to the orphans and the ones who in are in need. It's one of the short surahs in Juz 30. Al-Ma'un uh, is it? Al-Ma'un ada? Yes. Uh, is it Al-Ma'un is it? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it talks about the orphans, talks about the poor, the needy, yeah. Yeah and and how we should be kind mm-hmm. to to groups like that you know like and then I'm guessing the wisdom behind it apart from being kind to other people mm-hmm. is the fact that it is a good deed performed for yourself as well mm-hmm. right oh my gosh that's that's multi-layered you know <laughs> <laughs> it's very deep okay so Lisa's going deep with this one because this is the episode she's looking forward to because it's fine <laughs> because it's like finally the awakening quite honestly guys like um to, to the ones who 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 listen actually Nizi Penna in the previous podcast that we we did he tackled or rather he he teased me about about the question about self love and i was just sort of like um taking a back like i was just thrown off because i was sort of like what is self love i have i don't really get it i don't i don't really understand but um but now you know uh, maybe due to uh, experiences and reading a little bit more than i should uh, uh, i have a little bit more insight and understanding of what self love finally means because like surely it means more than just pampering yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know because i thought self love was sad i thought <laughs> I, i thought it was like self love self pity i think you you created it to self pity i think That's why. Maybe, maybe, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. Okay, so I, I want to move on to something that's a bit more sensitive, huh? and I think people throw around, "Oh, this is I'm doing this because of self-love," and what I'm going at is when it comes to difficult people and difficult relationships in our lives, I've I've seen some people who break off certain relationships, who cut off certain people from their lives, and then they say. Hashtag self love, right? Okay. And and of course we need to ask and investigate. Like, so what's the reason for you yeah. cutting people off from your lives? And then they explain, and then and then it leaves for us to judge like, whether it's a valid reason or not. And they would say things like, "This person is so toxic around me. This person always makes me feel bad about myself." This person never values me. This person has never thanked me even once even though I've done a thousand things for him or her. Mm-hmm. Um and these people, Lisa, could be their parents, could be their siblings, could be somebody as close as that or it could also be their best friends in the past who they have now completely removed from their lives. And okay. there's they claim that I'm doing all of this out of self-love because it's torturous Lisa torturous to continue to have these people around and allow whatever they say whatever they do to continue to affect my mental state 
because okay. it has been destabilized as a result and my emotions as well as a result of their behavior and their words. So mm -hmm. what do you think about that? And have you ever heard people um, say that before? Quite, I mean, it's not exactly alien to me. Mm -hmm. I have, I have heard this. I have heard that, you know, like for the sake of my sanity, I think it would be right for me to sort of like, you know, the dynamics have changed. Maybe, maybe not as, not as um, intense as, as, as what you've heard, because I'm guessing you, you hear a, a bunch <laughs> of, 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 you know, people expressing their, their issues to you. Mm. For me, it's more of a smaller circle. And, um, you know, uh, it's, it's mostly them sort of like saying, you know, like, hey, you know, like, I, it's just so much that I could do. And uh, I, there was no way around it. And um, you just had to, you just had to end things. Um, have you ever done that to anyone before? Sorry for being so blunt, but have you ever re like removed somebody from your life? It, it didn't have to be dramatic, right? Sometimes you just gradually moved yeah. away. Be for yeah, your own well-being, for your own well-being. It's definitely the letter where it was sort of like a gradual, well, okay, in all honesty, in my scenario, I don't think I moved away. The I other person moved away? I think the other person moved away. I, I think it's sort of like, she's given the impression, probably by me, mm -hmm. that is as though I had taken a side when it's not the case. Mm. Because I think I've not taken aside but it's just that i i it's it appears that i happen to still see other friends and, the, and, and, and i guess that's the problem with assumptions right and you, you make an assumption that somebody has taken sides and then you feel hurt um i think it happened to me also recently but i had to explain to this person i'm not i'm not really taking sides you you and that person you have a beef with that person, right? So there are some things that you're not really okay with that person. And you've told me about it and I'm aware. But does that mean that I have to cut off my relationship with that person? It's almost insensible. It's unfair as well. Like, why do I have to cut off from somebody who you choose to remove from your life? Um, and it's not like some the what that person did is something completely evil that it affects so many people. In all honesty though, like I think, I don't think she means to cut me off from her life i think it's more she's hurt by the 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 the, the holistic situation mm -hmm. and uh you know uh, you know i'm not saying who's more right and who's more wrong or, or, or whatever and and you know it's one of those things where um she decided might as well i just sort of like uh, it's it's more of an all or nothing kind of thing mm -hmm. it was something that i thought to myself that I had to just sort of doa from afar, mm. like much um, like like okay, but then there is there is no ill feelings from from mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. you know. So, in 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 my case, like not really, like I, no lah, tak ada. Lisa, I think, and when 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 two friends who used to be close stop being as close as they were, um, like you said, one party starts to move away gradually uh -uh. but what makes the difference is whether the other party who feels like their friend is walking away moving away contacting you less whether they choose to pursue that person or not or let it be to me that makes a difference yeah, because you're... because if let's say if you say that your friend is was the one gradually moving away the fact that you did not pursue that person and is, is also a sign of something right like maybe we are it, better off. Uh, the, the, the pursuing happened in the beginning. In the beginning, but then you stopped. Uh, but then uh, I eventually I stopped when she, I think she, out of the lack of, um, lack of uh, reciprocation, the lack of uh, responses to mm -hmm. was enough, I think, for me to understand mm -hmm. that her message was loud and clear. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I kind of felt that Okay, like um, tak pelah kalau 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 macam tu. But um, I did. I noticed that eh, I'm not deleted from her friend uh, Facebook friends list. Okay, uh, and then um, and uh, still sort of like congratulated her when when it was due mm -hmm. uh, for something. Then I did, and then I'm sure because there's no ill ill feelings from my side, and like well, how she how she feels on my part. And my part too, macam, because I've explained 
my you know like how you did with your friend mm-hmm. you know like i've already said my piece about that like macam no taking sides ke apa ke whatever ke it's just the the situation mm-hmm. the situation is just sort of like okay lah you know if uh, i i can't force you know can't mm-hmm. couldn't force that that she has to be a certain way mm-hmm. and and vice versa i guess you know mm-hmm. yeah yep all right awesome well that's uh, it's it's i'm sure a lot of people struggle with this Yeah. Um they wonder whether doing this is selfish or is it an act of self-love. Um mm. from the person probably on the receiving end they'll probably label you so selfish at this person huh? Huh? think about themselves only. But you I think at the end of the day again um we need to look at it from a more holistic angle. Uh is there a lot more to gain or a lot more to lose? Mm your mental health and your emotional stability is so important because those things are going to help you carry through whatever goals ambitions and execute your responsibilities um in the future so we need to take care of ourselves mm. and um so but it's a case to case basis right lisa we're yeah. not we're not giving a one answer so that it can apply yeah. to any situation you're in go ahead yeah. you know we're not saying that yeah that's the tricky thing because it it's it can't be an all or nothing kind of approach when it comes to this sort of thing and there are a lot of intricate and and like like differing details you know mm-hmm. that that may you know make the situation quite different from the other and individuals are some you know different from one another mm-hmm. especially when it comes to how they react and you know how how deep it was uh, how deep their friendship was how long mm-hmm. it was and stuff like that you know but um i i i guess at the end of the day in in this particular scenario for me i would i take that situation as self love or selfish um to a certain degree i think i would take it as self love mm-hmm. why because Um, it affected me for a while because I felt that you know, like I thought I was clear, um, and but then I felt somewhat blamed with the situation. Mm. Um, but then I, 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 when I thought again, and I, I said, okay, but there are certain things that I can't control, right? Like especially if you've taken enough effort in trying to make things okay, but then if it's not the case, then I, then if it doesn't turn out the way you want. There may be reasons behind this, mm-hmm. um, and then I felt that okay, um, um, and also with all due respect, if you've made your message loud and clear about how you want things to be, and I'll just respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll, I'll, I take it as self love. That's very for myself. Ma- yeah, I think that's a very mature way of looking at it. Um, you you covered all grounds. You you thought of their perspective. You thought of your own. You thought of uh, outcomes and. I think when we reflect on you know all those points the whatever decision we make ho- hopefully I trust eh, will be best for all parties uh, and and yourself more more importantly. Mm-hmm. Okay so um I want to touch on one last thing with regards to um self love and perhaps I want to share some tips lah. Okay. Basically and maybe you can share a few as well. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm going to share three and then Lisa is going to share seven. Um, so, <laughs> sabo. Um, I feel like right now, right, Lisa, for me at this stage of my life where work is so intense, um, I almost don't really get a proper break. I think for me, self-love is a small thing. So, okay, the first thing is to give myself more time to sleep though. And when I say more time to sleep, it's not just hours because I don't like oversleeping as well because then my body aches for some reason. So it's quality? quality, exactly. Quality sleep. Oh, quality. And I think quality sleep happens when I do the right things before and ensure that the environment is good during sleep. Hmm. But there are some days I can't really avoid it when my three-year-old jumps into the bed. Lah, I think that happens once in a while. 
um, and then I feel a karate kick on my on my back or something. <laughs> but <laughs> but apart from that, I'm going through the same thing. By the way, my, my, yeah. my son my son is sort of like he's always wanting to roll on me and roll mm. off and then roll on me. And then you wake up. I was a badan sakit. Yeah. So um, but I think this is a very important point that many of us underestimate. Uh, I saw a, a, a data that was recently shared for by some friends on Facebook. And they showed the statistics in terms of uh, different countries and how sleep deprived people are. And you know what? I didn't I didn't notice what Malaysia's number was, but Singapore was one of the highest. We had one of the most uh, highest in terms of number of sleep deprived people. And this is a specific region? Can't be like can't be the whole of Asia. No, 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 Singapore. Like, like, but in comparison to the oh, in comparison countries. to the whole world, to the whole world, oh, to the whole, oh, okay, mm-hmm. wow. to the whole world. So we were um, there, and and I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm 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 at my co-working space, and I'm looking at so many hardworking people here, and who probably don't know when to go back home sometimes, and you know, when you're home, also you're thinking about work or you're doing work, hmm. and then you maybe you feel uh, I deserve a break, and then you watch. An entire season of a drama series that you then you realize, yeah, and then you realize, wow, it's three a.m. or four a.m. I need to sleep. I need to wake up at seven. You know, whatever. Right, so right, because you feel like you've missed out on like other aspects of life when actually that sleep part too, sebenarnya, like is what it's more you... important. Yeah, ah, it's more important. Okay. So I, I that's one sleep. Um, number two, I would say, and this is something that I'm trying. Okay, and. Um, Please pray for me. I'm trying to work out and exercise a bit more. <laughs> I think that's very important. Um, yeah. I'm I'm entering late 30s and I feel like, wow, I need to start taking care of myself more. Statistics don't favor men above 30 because this is when we tend to start getting different types of happening. Yeah. Illness, illness, ailments and illnesses where heart high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know, obesity. This is, this is the age where it's the riskiest. Yeah. And um, think self-love is taking care of yourself so that you can take care of your loved ones as well. Can. That's so, mm, so that's another thing that I think uh, we should do. And uh, one last thing is to groom yourself. So just now you were talking about many pedic- pedicure. Yeah. I, I'm very particular, you know, more than before lately uh, for dental care, interestingly, because I don't know, I just want to brush more. I want to floss more. I've gone to the dentist twice in the last uh, f- four months or something, which is unusual. I've, I, it's, I've never been like that before. But when you look at all the gifts that God has given you, Sebenarnya Allah also wants us to learn how to take care of ourselves because this is right. amana, correct? Amana. amana. Yeah. So we need to take care of our teeth because you know one day you might lose them, and you, you know. don't you don't want it to be in your forties, right? When you start losing your teeth, oh. um, so you know every little bit counts. Like every every part of you, your nails, your hair, um, semua kan. Um, yeah, and I know some people they like to go for massages and things like that. Whatever that works for you, um, you know, just to take a breather. If you so and feel so enclosed inside the office or at home, I don't know. Sekarang tengah CMCO ni susah sikit, but if you can go out and go to the beach and you know take a long walk at the beach, that's nice. Or cycle a bit, that's nice. Whatever that you can do to take a break from life. Mm. Okay, so that's uh, those are my small little tips now. I cannot last seven. Yo. I'm kidding. Okay. Up, to, up, to, up to seven. Lah. Okay, up to seven. So I can give four. Okay. Um, apa tu, uh, our, our, our hormones have a hierarchy. I'm sure you've heard of that, right? The hormone hierarchy. And um, what, what is that? Is the, okay, so um, we have oxytocin. Which oh, is yeah, I know oxytocin. That, yeah, mm-hmm. which the, is the hormone that makes us happy. Young. You know, like, like it could be anything. It could be like, you know, the little hugs that you have with your wife or your kids or whatever, all the things that make you... I, I, I read that oxytocin is the reason why when mothers give birth to their babies, even though their babies don't look cute, <laughs> they, they love their babies. All, all oxytocin, 
Yeah, and, yeah. and oxytocin is the reason why we love. Yeah, okay, anyways. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, oxytocin is uh, oxytocin is the one that, you know, makes you feel good, the, the happy hormones, the feel-good hormones. Mm. Um, and then cortisol would be the one that is the stress hormones. So, so how how we manipulate the oxytocins or the cortisol is the ones that help with the other hormones mm. and um, that's why as we age um, you know that certain things that we do we're like you know I've been doing this but then you know like why is it that my weight is at a plateau and stuff like that mm -hmm. you know it's it's looking back at what we eat and uh, my advice is is to be a bit more um, mindful about what you consume and i'm not saying you know like don't indulge don't enjoy your food but then just be more mindful about what you consume in your body mm -hmm. so that you can help adjust that because that, that's going to help you with the way your um uh oxytocin activate i understand how people may feel that like oh but then if i really indulge if i really you know whack the stuff that i like that's going to you know like ignite my um oxytocin for example mm -hmm. but then mm -hmm. consider your body also like an engine mashallah the way allah has made our bodies is just amazing if you look into the blueprints of our mm -hmm. bodies mm -hmm. the um the the yeah I, I call it a blueprint because you know like when you really look into like our oh, sarah sarah and the way it's designed and all this is mm -hmm. amazing but anyways um basically really look into pemakanan mm -hmm. that's self, definitely self-love um do do um <clears throat> phone or social media detox yeah we, I mean, I'm guilty of this. We have this tendency of, of, of looking at other people's lives, especially on social media. We're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And what we digest may not necessarily be good, good um, uh, input for ourselves mm -hmm. because that's that tendency to diminish self-love when we start comparing our lives to other people. Mm. You know, so you want to sort of like, you know, uh, not let other external things define that for you. Mm -hmm. So maybe a phone detox will help. Mm -hmm. Telling that to myself too. I've had, I've had some friends who have take, taken a social media detox. Like they said, they I'll be up for a month. Yeah, like for a month and then they come back a few weeks and they come back. And, and they, they said, feel good, right? Yeah, they said it feels amazing. So because I've not... it allows us to be more present with everything else. Mm. You know, like life mindfulness increased you know when you are off your phones mm, should okay i think i've i think the only time i remembered something as close to it happening was a few years ago my and it was just my whatsapp you know my whatsapp stopped working mm -hmm. uh, i think my phone memory was full of something so it couldn't open you know i had almost an anxiety because like withdrawal symptoms because I felt like, oh my God, what if somebody was trying to reach me? And what if it's urgent? Right. What if it's important? What if they feel like I don't care? What if, you know, I need to respond to this? What if... Oh, yes. Like, yes I can imagine. Oh, man. But guess what? The, the app and my phone also, I think, was having problems for a few days. Mm -hmm. Actually, once it reached 48 hours without it, and I actually started to feel good, you know? Really? This is by force. So it wasn't by choice, right? It was by force. And I think I only got everything running again on the fourth day. Mm. But I almost did not want it to have, you know, to happen so soon. <laughs> mm. I was kind of enjoying it. I figured After out. After a while, you started to enjoy yeah. it. And, and I, exactly. I felt liberated and I, I found other ways to connect with people who needed to connect with me urgently. And, mm. you know, it, it all kind of uh, worked well, you know. So something to think about, guys. Mm -mm. Yeah, man. Something to think <laughs> about. You know, maybe I should, you know. Okay. Um, number six would be um, breathing exercises. Okay. So apart from, you know, you doing your salah, your zikr, and, you know, your other uh, acts of worship, we have this tendency where we forget to breathe. And, and, and why I believe so is because even when people check for like, you know, 
uh, if they have sleep apnea and stuff, and then they, they kind of start um, cal calculating the amount of times we actually stop breathing. That kind of put me into perspective that, yeah, lah, actually sometimes even when we're awake, we don't realize the times that we tak terut nafas. We have short breaths or, or, or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think breathing exercises, however it is that you're comfortable in doing, whether or not it's outside, where you have like greens around you on the grass or even if it's in your own room lying down on your bed anyhow deep breathing exercises my method would be that when i deep breathe when i exhale i don't exhale through the mouth i actually close my mouth mm. oh wow. how yeah so it's like so it's through your nose as well so I exhale also through my nose, but I, I affirm in my head that the oxygen is entering my body, is going into all of my organs. My organs is now mm. receiving the oxygen. Because so what, I, what I learned is different. What I learned is inhale through my nose, exhale through my mouth. That's the, that's the actually correct way of breathing. Mm -hmm. um, this is a, a deep breathing method that I learned um, because I did uh, I learned hypno breathing a few years ago. Mm. Uh, and... It actually helped me with um, calming myself down and managing my pain threshold. Mm. Uh, it was uh, really, I don't know. I mean, you could give it a shot. However it is that you are familiar with, with regards to breathing exercises, as long as you're present in doing it, allows for you to have that time to yourself mm. to just focus on yourself without doing anything else. I, mm. I know... Some, some may argue that, oh, but the concept of nothing doesn't exist. You are kind of doing something. I know, I know. But it's just that you're, you're just, whatever it is that you're doing is just for yourself. Mm. Because if, I mean, if you think about it, it you, what if you had nothing? Nothing. But then, just that you are there. Mm. You're breathing. Technically, you have that something. You have life. Mm -hmm. So count that blessing. And, and, and embrace that blessing that mm. way. Okay? Last one would be get some sun. Mm. I understand it's the pandemic situation, right? However, however way you could do it, like it depends on how you, you know, what kind of living conditions you are in, like maybe, you know, whether or not it's landed or if you live in, um, you know, uh, an apartment or a flat or, yeah. you know, a condo or what, you know, like if you could spend some time, um, you know, before 10 a.m., just get out there and bask in, um, you know, like if say you dah bought your salat duha, you get out there and... and, and That's the vitamin in. D they say, right? Vitamin the D. Vitamin D, yeah, because it's good for immunity, mm -hmm. you know, so... Uh, but then don't do it between 10 to 2 because the sun, the sun rays then are quite harsh, so... On your skin. Yeah, on your skin. So do it before. Then that then that would be and, and actually you feel good after. Mm. You know, you actually feel sort of like wow. Refreshed. Like, it's somewhat refreshed. Mm. I, I you know, you could give that a try and see whether that works for you. Awesome. Thank you for sharing your list. I shared mine. And maybe you guys, if you've uh, if you have some of your own practice on self-love. Please do Does share us? with us. Yes, yes, we would love to hear. So tag us on social media. Let us know. And uh, we could also add some of yours onto our list. Okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so um, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Um, the next episode is a continuation of this, but from a slightly different angle. So you, you won't want to miss that one. Okay? Yeah. Till we <laughs> see you again. Thank you. And uh, take care. Assalamualaikum. Barakallahu Assalamu alaikum.